lot of advisors are frozen right now. I mean, you know it, right? That's the feedback we got. So we said, well, the best place for us to go is the next level advisor, George Thompson, come and have this discussion and say, George, tell us how you're doing it. I'm an advisor just like you. I'm not telling you something that I read. I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something that I do. And then this is the beauty that's a little different. I want to show you how to do it your way. Welcome to the Next Level Advisor. On this week's episode, special guest George Thompson walks through the time-tested strategies that he's used to help hundreds of professionals, including financial advisors, grow their business and enrich their lives. Let me welcome a really good friend and an unbelievable partner, George Thompson. We call this podcast a Next Level Advisor. And so if there was ever a time I'm talking to the Next Level Advisors right now, I'm incredibly appreciative of that and really, really excited to have this conversation with you today, George. Jason, I'm so glad to be here. And I think this is perfect timing for this as well. And our goal is for us all to get to the next level. Awesome. Awesome. Well, George, look, what we've been doing, and, and this, has been, this has been kind of fun. I want you to say three things about yourself. I want two of them to be true and one of them to be a lie. And we'll reveal the lie at the end of the discussion. All right. Number one, I was born in Los Angeles, California. Number two, I have a twin. Number three, I have twins. All right. So we'll keep that out there. Let that float out in the universe. And uh, folks, think about that as we get through the conversation. So, so for me, there's really not a better person to be talking to about what we should be doing in this environment. Look, we are in incredibly strange and challenging times from a business perspective and also from a perspective of our country. So if I'm an advisor and I'm sitting in this environment right now, George, and I'm looking at my practice, my business, and I'm saying, I want to grow. How should I begin thinking about that? That's a great question. And that's something that we've already even started with a lot of advisors. And the first thing that you want to do is if you want to grow, or actually do anything is we want to develop a plan. So we want to have a plan. And that plan starts with a 90-day plan, then a 120-day plan because we want to extend it. Because now that you're seeing in this unprecedented time is that we're looking at how we're going to actually open up this country. If you know our country um, closed, by decree. Like we said, we're all going to start slowing things down and we're going to close. And then as we open back up, so we want to have a plan. So we want to start with that 90, 120 day, and then annual plan. Most people have a plan, but it's annual. So we want to relook at it so that we have the ability to pivot. So one of the areas we're going to be teaching is that, hey, that you have to make certain changes, but then how to make pivots and how to change direction, but to go up instead of just freezing. We don't stop, we keep going. So the first part is we have a plan and then we have different elements of that plan. The first element of the plan is how we're going to communicate with our clients. So we should be communicating with our clients. So as you know, you can send snail mail, people still do that, but some, do we do a weekly email to our clients and sending out what we're doing? Do we set up a blog? Also, do we do video conference? I think that is the most powerful way of reaching people. So they can see you, you can see them, and that you can talk to them. And you want to do that. And then have webinars where there are group sessions as well. So you want to write down the levels of communication that you have, and then which ones you're going to do, and have a complete communications plan of how you're going to communicate with them. You mentioned something I think that's really, really important. And every time we talk to you, you talk about that. You, right. you have to have a process, 
right? So can you expand on that, what you mean when you say, look, we got to have a process, content, other things, There's all these things that kind of surround it, but can you expand on that? I mean, tell me what you're meaning when you say you got to have a process, we got a plan, but what's the process? Right. So when we say process is there needs to be steps from beginning to end of how we do everything. In other words, like when we meet a client and we engage with a client, how do we engage? We do that and then we walk them through the process. Then you want to have a complete prospecting plan and a process that you walk through it. So let's just identify that right now. So if you're right now want to have a way that you're going to prospect, these are the three groups that you want to be talking to right now. First is you want to talk to your existing clients. That's your first communications plan. So we used to do a seminar uh, every month and the seminar was called Where's George? We used to do that every month. Then during this pandemic and during the crisis and what's going on right now, we switch to doing it weekly so we can communicate with everyone weekly. And then not only do we do it weekly, we have two parts to it. We have the first part that's for general clients. I mean, not for general, for anyone that wants to come. And then I have a client only section at the end. Now I want to talk about process again. There are three groups. The first group is your existing clients. Then you have, I'm going to call them suspects or prospects, people that you have marketed to before, but they just didn't become clients at, at, at this time. And then the third area are people that you don't know, but are in a natural market within your proximity that you can reach, but you just don't know how. So we want to have a plan that reaches all three. And then what I said earlier. So we started doing Where's George weekly, a weekly summary. So what we started doing was that was mainly for, so we have that for our clients. They called in, but then our clients refer people. And how they refer people is we say to them, hey, have them just join our call. It's three o'clock on Fridays. And then the people can have what's called a warm handoff. Instead of just, remember the olden days where someone gave you someone's business card or told you to call somebody? So what they do is they come to our general session at three, and then they set up an appointment and, you know, to come so they can come to the client one. So that dangles a carrot and then people come. You're people that are suspects, people that you've talked to before. You also reach out to them and let them listen to the first 30 minutes and then you start conveying. And you remember, we're going to do a session on this in our training. Whenever you speak to people, there's always three things you want to convey to them. You want them to like you, trust you, and think you're competent. So then what happens is they start to listen to you and they may not be talking to somebody and then they become a client. Then the third area that we'll talk about is natural markets. And we'll have to come back to this one a little bit. Natural markets is that you brought up that you may, right now people are educating their children at home and doing certain things that you may want to find a way that you can start talking to the, the parents that you're at your school, your local rotary, rotary, or just other organizations that are around you. I know people that homeschool their children. There's organizations that do that. There may be sports organizations. There's organizations that you work with in the area and have them come to your classes. Then you want to just get first all the low-hanging fruit. Right now, the lowest hanging fruit right now is 401ks. So what we do is we do a review of your 401k with all of our clients. And then we ask them, do you know somebody else that you work with? Because what happens? They're all at home doing video conferences the same way. Then what we do is we do the exact same thing. We say, can they come to the call or we do an introduction? Just like how you have a Zoom call or a video conference or whatever technology you use to do it, WebEx, you, you do that. Imagine sitting with someone that's a client and then they introduce you to someone through a Zoom or through a video conference. And we start off the call 
by, hey, how are you doing? And then we talk about how we met and then we begin to talk. And that's actually happened to us actually this week where we had someone said that, hey, can someone join our three o'clock call? And they said, yeah. And, and this person lives in Washington, D.C. And the other person lives in Minnesota. And she said, my ex-boss wants to listen to the call. I said, great, let's do an introduction. And then I talked to her in D.C. and then the other person in Minnesota. You see, we couldn't do this before this pandemic. Before we would just would have done this all by phone. So you want a very specific prospecting plan. So what I'm hearing from you with regard to connectivity with people in this environment is that you want to you want to accelerate that connectivity, right? Because this environment allows us to do it in an efficient way, right? Look how much has changed. Look at our news cycles. They're about 20, they used to be a couple of days. Now they're, then they're 24 hours. Now they're a couple hours. That's why you have to engage. And then the second aspect of that is you want to do it more frequently. And then Jason, you want to be, and everyone's listening, you want to be consistent. They need to know that you're consistently out there, that you're putting forth a message and doing that. This whole concept, Next Level Advisor, this whole podcast, this whole discussion is all about finding expertise and delivering, you know, expertise, relationship. You know, we have a distribution of 39 financial institutions and 18,000 advisors. And I'm sure there's a group of people out there that need guidance, that need coaching. You gave three simple points. You said, look, what do we want to do? We want to have a process and a plan. We want to talk to existing clients. We want to talk to prospects or suspects, as you might call them. And then, and then, and then, and then we want to, we want to go into a, a broader base into our natural market. And so, you know, you mentioned something to me on a previous discussion. I, I think you, you were able to get seven or 800 people attend these yes. sessions. If you remember what I was talking about was in April, I was supposed to go and teach a financial conference at, at, at a church. And this, and this organization was supposed to have about 500 people were supposed to come to this. Then because of the tr what happened with travel, then we decided to do a webinar and over 850 people signed up. So now if I was supposed to be in Birmingham, Alabama, there would have been 500 people there. But then we told them we were doing generational wealth. So I talked to a family that came on as a client. They said, my wife's parents live in Atlanta. Do you see they, weren't, they, they wouldn't have driven to Birmingham for that. So they could log online. Then on the father's side, they said, my parents live in New Jersey. So then we had sent out information that a generation is about 20 years. So send this to your whole family. And then I taught a generational wealth seminar. And then I walked around about what the goals were for their family. Now in the back of your mind, think estate planning. I didn't say it, but you understand I'm talking to them about building generational wealth. Then at the end, I gave them homework and then they came back. And then one of the things we talked about, and then my next series is going to be passing generational wealth. So we're building it and then we're transferring it. So that goes back to content. You're giving people what they want. And that's how you can, that's how you can leverage technology to go from a couple hundred to, uh, to nearly a thousand in, in doing that. What we want to do is make that expertise, what you've been able to build over your career and your time in the business. We want to be able to leverage that expertise and deliver it out from a coaching perspective. But one of the things we have to do is continuously create a virtual environment where people are showing up, where people will come. So what about new people? I mean, what, what do we have to do to continuously create that environment? Okay, so I'm holding up three fingers. I, you probably can't see, see them if you're, just, if you're just listening. But the first th thing is that when you're doing content, be positive. I'm just going to repeat it three times. Just be positive, be positive. There is a news networks out there that show negative news all the time. Can they just tune in to you once a week and you say something positive? Say people that 
we're healed of the coronavirus. You know, say that our people working together. And then also, you guys, you guys know, there are companies that have good earnings. I don't want to give them out right now because of the thing, but there are companies that actually, that have good earnings because of the, um, because of coronavirus, there are companies that just did certain things and in different areas that like cleaning supply. There are companies that you order stuff and they start with an A and you might be able just to fill in the blanks and the and, and video conferencing companies. There are, start saying the positive things, that's one, and the people that help contribute to healing and helping in the community. So be positive. That's that's number one. And then number two, just write, just write this down and just remember this, and we'll have sessions on these, is give the people what they want. Call your clients, ask them, send them email. What are your biggest financial concerns? And then number three, this is really simple. And this is part of what we'll be doing. Give it to them. So in other words, like, do you understand that I'm doing seminars and that we're doing several? And uh, I'll just give you the ones we had over the last, last few weeks. We did one on health, on how to eat how to eat now that people are at home. I don't know if you um, uh, Costco, but you see how people go and you buy all this food. And now you're sitting at home and my kids come down, they'll eat something, then go back up. And they were just eating all the time. Then we found out, hey, you know, you had a lunch pail at school. Now we're gonna get you a basket and that's kind of it. Then you know what? I started teaching the same type of diet and stuff like this to our clients. And then I'm gonna use something that you said. So content, just give people what they want. You said they, about grandparents, about how they're with their kids. My, my dad calls our kids every, um, every few days and he reads a story to them. So one of the things that we did was I started showing our, a lot of our clients how to do storytelling. So we started doing Zoom or video conferencing classes so we would teach them. Now, is it financial? No, but then can I ask you a question? Didn't people join that were in number two? Suspects called, got in this, and then people from the community got in there. We had someone who was teacher of the year come in and talk about how to get your kids engaged so they would be able to learn when they were at home and in doing this. Now, is that a financial seminar? No, but does it, what are we doing? We're giving people what they want. So then they like us, trust us, think we're competent. And then you just do a little bit of a, a little bit of a commercial at the beginning. You also let other people carry the weight. You don't have to be an expert in everything. You just want to be an expert in helping them get what they need. Last one. And then I'll, and then I will um, kick it right back to you. We also did a virtual family reunion. I called it a check-in and we did it over Zoom and we had all of our relatives. And then when I sent out an email, uh, again, I'm gonna come back to the process of it. And then we had all of our family members just check in and do things. Then I also marketed that to our clients and said, if you'd like to do a virtual family reunion, hey, these are just some different things you wanna do. Have people send in pictures, have that, and we walk through a process and then do it. Now, when I sent out an email on the bottom of our email, it had the name of our company. Now, I didn't plug anything or say anything. And then someone, I did not ask them, they asked about the Generation Wealth Seminar. And I said, here's a link to that. But do you see how you can just reach out to people and you're, you're helping them, but then also, it also can help grow your business as well. She said, give the people what they want. Well, the only way you know what they want is by asking them, listening to them, asking them what they want. And it's, it's, I think about the mindset that we take to the financial institution environment, to the marketplace where we go in and engage uh, a financial institution or a financial advisor, and we want to deliver resource 
but we don't want to deliver resource with something that is invasive that we've come up with that we're just going to jam. We want to deliver resource that when we get feedback, we want the advisor to say, look, this is what we're looking for. This is why precisely why we're building this with you is because we, we asked the community, okay, a lot of advisors are frozen right now. I mean, you know it, right? That's the feedback we got. So we said, well, where's the, where's the best place for us to go is to go to the next level advisor, George Thompson, come and have this discussion and say, George, tell us how you're doing it. And the thought process here is about being outside in. What I have not heard you discuss with me today, George, is uh, market conditions, uh, where somebody should invest uh, a, a product. And that's, one, that's what I have not heard you discuss because what you're about is bringing value. I'm about value and relationship. Just want to let everybody know, last year in 2019, uh, I did 187 speaking engagements, seminars. I have never, I have not done a product seminar. I don't know how to do one. I have never stood up and said, everybody, you need to buy this life insurance product. You need to do this. Um, I do management. I, I, don't, I don't get up and say, um, you should invest in this mutual fund. I find out what your needs are and what your goals are, and I walk you to your goals. And that's the difference, and that we listen, and that we give people exactly what, they, what we want. So we have a process of sitting down and saying to them, let's find out where you're at financially, and then also walking you to your goals, and then how to achieve them. And then the, and then the seminars that we're doing are completely based on what people want so that they do come and so that we're, and that we're not frozen. And then the clients we actually like, the, like the clients become, they come to us naturally and it forms a natural, it forms a natural market. That's the one thing about talking to you, George. There's so many different nuggets and so many different pieces of the discussion that, that, that people can latch onto. And I think one that's incredibly important right now is give them something positive, give them something to look forward to, to want to tell somebody else hey, I had this experience. You should come join me for this. This is a positive place for me to go. So I, I just, all of this stuff is so, is so valuable. Right. And, I can, and I can tell you that to me is something that I, I think we need to be, we need to reiterate and reverberate as, as leaders in our community because most advisors are, I know, I know Lord George, this is a, a big, big part of kind of how you've built your practice as a leader in your community, a leader in the faith community. But this whole idea of bringing positivity to your clients, to your suspects slash prospects, and really to your natural market. That's one of the parts of coaching when we start having accountability is, is that we need to be listening to someone that's positive. So we need to have somebody and then also have an accountability partner. There's, a, there's maybe another advisor in your network or other people that you know. And if not, Pinnacle, we're there for you, that you can hear something positive. Because even out of any time when you see something that is negative or you hear something, there's actually some positive in this. Like, in other words, there's, there are advisors at the end of the day at this that will either be doing at the end, I think very few people will be exactly where they're at before. They're either going to be doing much better or they're going to be doing worse. We want to set up things to where we're doing much better and then walk through it. So we want to be, the, we also want to be positive and you also want to be getting positive information as well. Everything we've talked about here is really kind of focused on the individual advisor's practice, focused on their business, their marketplace. So nothing's cookie cutter, 
All of this is being designed and created. And with that comes a coaching aspect of it. Talk about that a little bit about, first of all, number one, I think it's important for people to understand your passion about coaching, right? That this is, this is, this is a passion. This is something you we've talked right. about, George, from the first time that you ever engaged us. Right. And so talk about that, your passion behind it, and, and really how you're going to bring that to the advisors that you work with. Right. So coaching, uh, this is very near and dear to me. And um, you brought up a great point and, and uh, playing sports at a, at a very young age and all the way through, I've always noticed the importance of teamwork and working together to be successful. So even as being team captain, I don't know how, always a team captain, always working, with, always motivating people and keeping them going. That's one. But this is going to be the unique thing about our coaching is, first of all, we're going to be coach. We're going to be coaching people. And I'm an advisor just like you. I'm not telling you something that I read, something. I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something that I do. And then this is the beauty that's a little different. I want to show you how to do it your way. Like if I'm going to church speaking, you, you may do something completely different. I'm going to find out your clients, what they're interested in, and then we're going to find out your suspects and then also what your natural markets are. Like it's interesting you brought that up is I, I've been polling. I always poll my clients and I have a board. I always ask them, you know, different things. I, we did a survey and we found out that 70% of our clients like jazz music. And I didn't, we started just buying tickets to go to the Hollywood Bowl and I would sit there and just serve everybody, drink, just talk to people. And then my clients would bring more clients. You understand? So that started off with referrals and then moved to a natural market. So we're going to find out how you're going to market your way. Then that's how we're going to grow your business. Then the second aspect, remember there's three aspects. The first is we're going to show you how to grow your business, but we're going to grow it your way. Like a batting average, like however you swing, we're going to show you how to do it your way. The second thing that we're going to be doing is we're going to have a process for success is walk you through, make a process out of everything for your success. So things don't happen by happenstance that you'll see that you have a very specific process on how you grow. And here's the third aspect. And, and, and this is, I'm not going to say it's free, but this part is a very important to me personally, is I want you to also live a balanced life. You might not be able to see me right now, but my hand is raised. I want to be the world's greatest father. So I want to live a balanced life. I want to be a great father. I also want to be a great husband. There's certain goals that I have that are non-financial. I want you to be a great financial advisor, man or woman. I want you to be great. But I also want you to live balanced and be able to do the other areas and be able to achieve life, whether they're health goals, whether they're spiritual goals, whether they're also entertainment goals or retirement goals. I want you to live the best life. I want you to live your life by design and not by default. So I'm also going to put in other aspects so that we also are walking you through success in life. You're a financial advisor. You're good in the community. You're doing this. You're spouse, everything is walking together and doing it. And those are the three aspects that we're going to walk you through. And again, it's not something I read. It's not something I heard about. This is actually how we live out this life. Three things, right? Growing the business your way, process and a balanced life. I think about my life, you know, obviously it's my spiritual relationship primary and then then my relationship with my wife and then my relationship with my children and then, you know, my relationship with my ministry and then my business. And I try to keep it in that order. This is exactly the kind of coaching that we want to be able to deliver to the distribution. I want to wrap it up, George. I'm going to ask, what is the one thing you want to leave the audience with? Simple. Don't freeze. When my children were young, I used to watch this TV shows on National Geographic, and they were showing how they train Navy SEALs. And I'm watching them like, wow, this is crazy. Toward the end, they took the recruits, 
one of the last things they had to do. They brought them out five miles. They have on wetsuit and they have a week's all their food, all their ammunition they need. And they're sitting in the boat. And so the master sergeant, and these two recruits are in there. They push them overboard five miles out and say, swim back to shore. And I'm watching the whole time. They're going, you want to quit? You want to quit? Just tell us you can sit right in here. And they're just sitting there, just, just going, they're going through it. Then they show the vice admiral of the Navy. And he comes on, you know, put a light behind him and everything like that. And he says, many people think this is cruel and unusual punishment. I'll never forget this. He said, many people think this is cruel and unusual punishment. And he said, but what we do is we put these soldiers through things that are so tough because whenever they get into a bind or there's something, whenever the initial shots come out, what happens is there's something called the fog of war and people freeze. And they said that more people have died from inactivity than activity. Sorry, that just stuck with me. I have to repeat it. He said, more people have died from inactivity than activity. He said, we train these soldiers so well that in any circumstance, that what comes on is that they have something called muscle memory. That means their body already knows what to do from reaction for us to have the best outcome no matter if they're in water, no matter if they're tired, it doesn't matter if they're underwater, overwater, if there's sand in their face or whatever, they have slept, haven't slept. They know how to protect themselves and know how to protect this country. And that's who we're looking for. Do you know that more people have lost money from not investing than investing? More advisors have, we've lost more from not taking action than taking action. That's why I tell us, don't freeze. When I wrote the whole book, Set for Life, it's written on desire, focus on what we're doing, consistency, and accountability, because we don't want to freeze. So if you say, what's one word? It's two. Don't freeze. Man, George, that's powerful stuff. And first of all, thank you for your partnership, for your friendship, for the participation here, for what we're building together. I can't wait uh, to see the advisors that engage and and that take advantage of your your knowledge and expertise in this space, the coaching, the balance you talked about. I love that. Don't freeze. You know, uh, hockey is a big part of my life. You hear me talk about that with my son. And hockey, they use a term called turtle. Turtle up. You don't want to turtle up. You know how a turtle goes into their shell, right? You know, so I said that that's it. We can either turtle up or we can have this kind of wartime mindset to engage in this environment. And so what you're talking about is don't do not freeze. Do not turtle up. I love it. All right. So now I got to get back because we said three things. You said you were born in Los Angeles, California, that you have a twin and that you have twins. Yes. So which one of those three things is not true? Uh, so first thing is, is uh, I was born in Minnesota, Rochester, Minnesota, Mayo Clinic, kind of near Minneapolis and everything <laughs> like that. But I've lived out and I played volleyball collegiately and a little bit on the U.S. team. So very few people believe that I'm from Minnesota. Everyone thinks that I'm, I'm L.A., like I'm California, like obviously, you know, how we work together. Everyone thinks I'm from, So whenever I tell people from Minnesota, they never believe me. And then the interesting thing is people from Minnesota, I have to start naming cities, streets, where I went to high school. Then, then all of a sudden they just wake up, you know, because headquarters for Target, you know, a lot of the a lot of places, 3M, Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing, like, so a lot of people, um, a lot of people just don't, don't really think I'm from um, Minnesota, but actually that's where I was born and raised uh, in that area. The other two is, um, I'm blessed, I have a, a twin sister, and her name is Jennifer, uh, 
And, um, and, and then obviously you, you know, now I want to be the world's greatest father is, yes. and I have twin sons. So I'm a twin that has twins. So that's very, that's my best word. That's, that's, uh, that's a little, that's a little rare. And then also I have a daughter, uh, Grace. So I have three kids. Last thing about it is that, um, when my twin sister's walking with my children, people walk right up to her and go, Oh my gosh, he looks just like you. Is that your son? And she always says, yes. <laughs> awesome george well listen man thank you for your time today we're looking forward to it we're looking forward to continuing this dialogue getting it out there and looking forward to continue to build this partnership appreciate you my friend and we'll talk soon thank you for listening if you like what you heard in this week's episode be on the lookout for the launch of george's new virtual prospecting coaching system created in partnership with the pinnacle group